Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1542, Fix the Car or Buy a New One, by Sam of FinancialSamurai.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. This is the show where I narrate posts from thought leaders in personal finance every single day of the year in 10 minutes or less. Are you loving Optimal Finance Daily? Why not share with a friend today? Invite them to join the party by sending them a link to oldpodcast.com. And while they're there, they can check out our five other shows on topics like personal development, health, and relationships. But for now, let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. Fix the car or buy a new one by Sam of financialsamurai.com. This month is turning out to be an expensive one. Originally, I was planning on joining the No Spend November movement given I'll be spending more than normal during the holidays. I've been tempted to buy a new or used car for the past year since Moose is 11 years old and needs some work done. It was basically sell Moose now and avoid the extra expenditure or buy a new or new slashed used car in great condition. After much deliberation, I decided to keep Moose and do some work. After four years, his brakes finally needed replacing. My auto mechanic of 10 years recommended I change both rotors and pads in the front since Moose is heavy up top and just change the pads in the rear. I followed his directions for a total cost of $705, $400 for parts and $300 for labor. $705 after tax is pretty darn good, especially after four years. I've also heard that folks spend $1,200 to $1,500 on brakes. Expensivo. When I went to pick Moose up, he wouldn't start. It turns out the battery only had a couple months left to live after five years. I'm glad Moose didn't start at the shop rather than somewhere in the snowy Sierra Nevadas this winter. That would have been such a disaster. I spent another $90 for the new battery for a now total cost of $795. Tick, 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 things are adding up here. Deciding on whether to fix or buy a new car. The reason why I spent months deliberating on whether to fix Moose or buy a new car is because Moose only has a blue book value of around $4,000. Therefore, an $800 fix equates to 20% of the value of the car, and the value doesn't come close to going up by the amount spent. Maybe after the new brakes and battery, Moose is now worth $4,200. So in essence, it's almost like I'm losing money by fixing it to the tune of $600. Five things to ask yourself before buying new. Number one, can you afford a new car? You can only afford a new car if your income is at least 10 times the value of the car you wish to purchase. This is known as the Financial Samurai one-tenth rule. If you make less than 10 times the value of the car, then you're hurting your finances. Do you think Mark Zuckerberg drives around in an $800 million car? 
Heck, I was at a party with Mark Pincus, the founder of Zynga, and the valet only went to retrieve a $75,000 BMW X5, and Mark is worth billions. Number two, what percentage will the cost be compared to the value of your car? Maintaining a car gets relatively more expensive as time goes on because the value of your car is always decreasing while costs generally increase due to labor and component inflation. If a fix costs more than 30% of the value of your car and you can afford a new car, consider buying a new one. The benefit of buying a new car is that I won't have to buy new brakes, tires, battery, etc. Take the cost of maintenance of your old car and subtract it from the purchase price of your new car and recalculate whether you can afford the new car. Number three, do you have any debt or other big expenses on the horizon? Think property taxes, income taxes, trips, credit card bills, student loans, and other debt. Best to minimize your expenditure on a depreciating asset if you have other large expenses on the horizon. For some reason, guys right after college are especially weak at controlling themselves and buying a new car. Number four, how long do you believe your old car will last and how long do you plan on driving it? My new brakes and batteries should last at least three years. My existing tires should also last another three years since I only drive about 7,000 miles a year. Moose has 109,000 miles on it now and he should have no problem going to 150,000. Moose's survival is consistent with the time I'd like to stay in San Francisco. I have hope that he will last for six years longer, which happens to be when I look to change sceneries. Number five, know your car's maintenance cycle. The big maintenance intervals are generally after 15,000 miles, 30,000 miles, 75,000 miles, 100,000 miles, 125,000 miles, 150,000 miles, and so forth. You should consider selling at five to 10,000 miles before the main intervals and let the new buyer pay for the maintenance. I recently did the 100,000 mile service and want to milk it for as long as possible. If you don't sell your car before it hits 100,000 miles, then you might as well keep it for as long as possible. Taking a gamble. Spending $795 on Moose is taking a gamble that nothing else major breaks down on an 11-year-old car. It would be quite unfortunate if an alternator blew up, costing me another $1,000. Then Moose becomes a serious money pit, as now I'm spending 50% of the value of the car on maintenance. My desire for driving a fancy luxury car has essentially fallen to zero given the movement against luxury. When it's time to make the decision again on buying a new car, I will consider safety issues as the main criteria. In 2021, I'm driving a 2015 Range Rover Sport HSE. I plan to own the car until at least 2025. It's a great family car for my wife and two children. You just listened to the post titled Fix the Car or Buy a New One by Sam of FinancialSamurai.com. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. 
It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear, upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. It was fascinating to read the comments from this article. It's really made me reflect on cost of car maintenance as I've somehow been able to avoid any major repairs on mine. I bought my 2010 Mazda 3 over three years ago for $6,000 cash and it had 80,000 miles on it at the time. I recently bought a new battery and changed out the spark plugs. But aside from routine oil changes, the only other real expense I've had with my car are a few minor issues with my tires that were easily fixed. While there are costs to maintain any car, I think the key inflection point where you're going to save the most money is at the time you're buying the car. I've heard that many people buy new cars because they're looking for something reliable, but in my experience, you can easily check this box with a used car. And because a car is a quickly depreciating asset, it was important to me to spend as little as possible on something that would last me a long time. When I was picking a car, I consulted a list of makes and models that were recommended by Mr. Money Mustache. He states that the key to finding a reliable car is to throw away all the anecdotal personal stories that you might've heard and look to a source that actually collects this data from thousands of people. He built his list after reviewing data from Consumer Reports Magazine and Phil Edmonston's Lemonade Used Car Guide. Also, when I was buying the car, I got permission to bring it to a mechanic friend who looked it over and made sure I was buying one in good shape. While I may have gotten lucky with my car thus far, knowing that I bought a good quality car for the lowest price possible helps me stress much less over maintenance costs. That'll do it for today. Thank you for listening. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you in tomorrow's show where your optimal life awaits.